0: This escape the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast we've just finished tom's room to start season nine thank you tom that was great
1: thank you for letting me run it for you
0: (laughs) so uh yeah look that was that was a lot of fun going through that room uh do you danny have any thoughts straight away like coming out of that in terms of like noteworthy moments or cool fun stuff
2: Ooh, which sorts of things? I thought the illustrations were bloody well done. Much more effort put into them than I
0: <laughs>
2: ever consider doing. Uh, I like the I, I like the numbers with the blank spaces. I like the toilet swinging open. I didn't see that one coming.
1: No, true.
2: Recently installed doesn't fit with the other stuff. It makes sense, but
1: yeah, it was interesting trying to, to come up with everything. Um, I, when when I was designing this, like. Especially with the photos and stuff, like I was thinking, how could I make this different while still giving it the escape room feel? Mm. Mm.
2: Oh, it felt very escape room. You know
1: what I wanted to say more than a lot
0: in a in a really weird way, and I can't really express why. It felt a lot like doing an actual escape.
2: Room. I, you're right, and, and very I think much there is feel.
0: something about the tone of the notes. That, made, that was, like, perfectly matching the exact tone of the types of notes that you find in real-world escape rooms. I wonder. Something about the narration. I don't know what it was, but it really, maybe, I really don't know, but, it like, to me that felt so much, like, I can picture that, like, word for word. If I went to an escape room in Sydney now, mm. I would find a note that reads exactly like that.
2: Yeah, that's... Fair enough. The one thing that I would not have seen in a real escape room that much, but I wish I did, it would make me feel really good, was that moment with uh, trying to boil the kettle and having the lights go out and so oh, something that was, was illuminated. Quite,
0: I loved that. I love the way the toilet, the, the kettle... I uh, would
2: love that so much in a real room. Because
0: it's great because ah. it's such a... And I wonder if this is a thing, right, for Americans that don't kind of get it because they don't have electric kettles. But that is like the classic <laughs> If something is going to like like uh, trigger Short your fuse circuit. box... It's a kettle or a and kettle and a microwave else. at the same time. Like that'll just ruin it. Your kitchen yeah. will shut down your whole house.
1: There, there were sort of like two sides to it when I was designing this. So one was very much the, like, because I come from like a, a background of playing rooms, I very much wanted to come through the, I, 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 I really wanted to have the, the feeling of the puzzles being linear in that, you know, you find mm. one thing, which is another mm. thing, which does another thing. I wanted it to feel like, as you said, like, like it would be an actual room somewhere that you could play. But then yeah. on the other side of that, the second aspect is to an, ex- to an ex- I didn't want to overdo this, but one of the things I wanted to have a bit of was the, was the idea of something being, you know, slightly unbelievable, sort of thing Mm, you know the the three by three grid in the back of the wardrobe (laughs) um you know and having a key in the shower sort of thing so having these sort of like slightly unbelievable side to it mixed with the the linear side was something i very much wanted to capture
2: i Mm. mean that's great that feels like kind of a really good point about these audio rooms in general, that you can do that. And so being able mm. to achieve that, which I think you did very nicely, uh, I love it. And actually being able to do that, unscrewing that shower head, that made me feel pretty happy.
0: I don't, we <laughs> so should have thought of that earlier. Because it makes, because that's like, we're I, so well clued. like but I'm the, glad like,
2: that I didn't think of it right away. I'm glad that it had to be an aha moment later.
0: Mm, but especially because like the sequence that we found it was, here is a toilet. It has no water. Mm-hmm. Here is a sink. It has water. Here is a shower. It seems like it's going to have water, and then suddenly no water comes out. Hmm, <laughs> could there be something? Think, like, it so clearly sets up. Like, we did it in the perfect way to set up. Mm. Oh, okay, that is has water, but something's blocked it. And I didn't think to look into what's blocked the shower. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So I think we've talked a decent amount about our experience with it. I'll, have, I'll show you. Can you see my drawings? Maybe you can hold it up to the camera <laughs> a little bit. I drew that, and if you can find the toilet paper that I drew, that is what I'm most proud of. Also, second most nice. proud, maybe, maybe the car. I, I, I drew a big car. That I don't cool. know why my second page of notes is all left. I don't know how that happened.
0: That's just how it happens. That's
2: a weird amount of space to leave. But, all right, uh, do you have anything to say? Because otherwise, I just want to ask questions about the creation process. Um,
0: hmm, do I have anything else to say? Hmm. Don't have anything to say. Hmm. Uh, no, go ask some questions. All
2: right, yeah. So I feel like uh we've talked a little bit over time without you telling us actually anything about what was in the room, but you seem to have told us you did some pretty regular editing and changing of things as it goes. So what was your creation process to get it to this level?
1: So the final room uh, which you played through it was very different to the original thing so initially there were uh four rooms in the entire thing so initially there were two cells: an interrogation room and the staff room so you went from uh one cell you crawled through the toilet into the next cell um initially then you escaped from the second cell through the front door you then got caught by a police officer and you whisked <laughs> away into the interrogation room. You then went into the from the interrogation room in, into the room where they have like the one-way mirror. You went into there and they had another door there into the <laughs> staff room, and then you escaped from the staff room. Though in the playtests, um well, whenever I play tested that specific room they easily took over two and a half hours to play through. I believe I, I, we would think, have
2: been the same. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think partially because there's so many booms, but then also in their cells, I had like so many ciphers in there. Ah, gotcha. Uh, and I think, yeah. especially if you don't know ciphers, uh, that would have easily upped it to maybe four hours or something. because Jesus. You had to like go through the internet. Um, so when, when I play tested it, um, a few times I just I decided to cut it down, merge the two cells in the one into one. Get rid of uh, half the cipher, cy- most of the ciphers, and I very much want I, I um I, I tried to change it more from being, especially the cells I guess more from being theoretical with knowing ciphers to being practical where you have to actually search things in the room.
2: Oh yeah and that's definitely why i what i think why it took especially me a little bit of extra time because remembering mm. to do physical things is never my strength and
0: it's also like it's i think it can be tough in an audio room not not bad in a room but like it, it's a thing you have to learn is what your
2: level of freedom is, is. Or,
0: or what you know what the level of searching is almost well yeah oh that freedom, too yeah but like you know like some people when they run a room you'll be able to say like I search the table and be like, here is every single tiny detail. But sometimes it needs to be like, I look at the table. I look under the table. I look at the leg of the table. I look at the other leg of the table. Yeah, I look so underneath just, It's just a thing leg. that you've got to learn. Time, you know, and sometimes you should do that and you need to, right? Because searching is the puzzle. And sometimes searching is how you find the real mm-hmm. puzzle. And so they just sort of give it to you. And it's hard to, like, you have to sort of learn how mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. you need to do that in this room. And I think once we started doing stuff like, wait a minute, okay, let's, open up the shower head hmm. or actually there's stuff on this section. Like,
2: And yet I still shied away from using the crowbar at all.
0: Yes, true. Um, that made me nervous. Um, like, I think the bed is a good thing for that. I think beds are always great. I think because everybody wants to, oh, search to search through a, whole through bed. a bed. I think yeah. everybody thinks I'm going to search. I'm going to pull the covers up and search the bed. And whether or not that pays off I think is a great way to teach whether and, or not like, it's something you should do. At
2: what level it is. Is it it's under the pillow? Is it that it's inside things? Yeah. Or is it you got to lift up a whole goddamn mattress? And I think
0: for this, it's like we had to lift up the whole mattress. Yep. So it's like, okay, that so That happened. should have
2: clued And a it paid more. off.
0: So I th- yeah, that should have made, really got us into yeah, let's right. do a thorough search. That's
2: fair. That um, was good theming there. Good, good puzzle teaching.
0: Because I think that, that works quite well. I like
2: the fact that it started out as four rooms, but then narrowed down to two because it does mean that in future, if you ever want to do some polishing again, you can just have a room and a sequel.
0: Yeah, you yeah, could go. Exactly. Yeah, number one room is the cells. Mm-hmm. Number and the second session is in, is the police capture and the you know all that sort of stuff. So like it could you could do that really well mm-hmm. as a two parter.
2: Yeah. Did we do anything that you didn't expect?
1: Um, I, I think this was partially because I underprepared, but I think <laughs> one of the things. <laughs> That you, you did is you talked to Dave longer than I thought you would. <laughs> but I had that's it's... always
2: the way with NPCs. Oh, God, yeah, like, it's a nightmare.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, like, I think this was where like, my under-preparation came into effect because I, what, one of the things with audio rooms is that I have no idea what you're going to ask. So yep. it's hard to prepare for that sort of thing. So I mean, isn't it, unless, when I put Dave into the room, I initially thought he'd be like this sort of thing where... You, Instead of having a conversation with him, like, okay, like throughout the cell room, you just ask, does this mean anything to you? Or do you know anything about that? Rather than having a a full-blown conversation.
2: Yeah. I did feel good about that as well, because knowing how to use an NPC, like, it, it can be a nightmare. It's really scary. But then, yeah, when we got that thing, just talking about gangs and just going, Dave, you in a gang? And yes, that was fun. I, I had fun with <laughs> that. That.
0: Was, that was a nice moment.
2: But uh, yeah, NPCs, always terrifying. I think I said this at one point during the What Alice Found arc, that I used NPCs so much more than I could have ever mm. prepared for. Uh, it was very scary. But no, I thought you handled it well. I love
1: Dave. And uh, speaking of NPC, there was one thing I actually completely forgot about in the staff room, is that there was actually supposed to be another NPC, which was a sleeping police officer oh. with a newspaper. And the second part of the clip with Tim Todson was supposed to be like one of the, the news articles or something. Ah. Or like and, She actually had to like tiptoe around him, oh. get his newspaper off him while not waking him up. To, oh, an e- to
2: an extent, I'm relieved because I think I never would have used the crowbar if I'd known that. I would have been <laughs> That's true. terrified. Been
0: way too loud. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, God. We made we short-circuited the room. That must have made noise.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you ran some playtests <laughs> of these. It.
2: I also like the idea that he was there the entire time. We just were not <laughs> we just didn't paying even pay attention.
0: attention. Um so you ran some playtests of these, uh, and I know you you, you ran some with people who've been on this show before. Um, who who did you run through this game before us?
1: Yeah, so um, of the older version that I mentioned, the one with four rooms, there were mm. two... I did two playtests of those, and one was just with a couple of friends who have very little to none escape room experience um, or anything like that. Um but that was very much just so I could, so like, find out any obvious errors rather than changing the details. And then the second playtest I did of the original was with Evel and Amanda from from the, the, the- yes. that's the one, um, and that was very much where I started to redesign things and think about the. Mm. You know, the idea of having full rooms, because I know like on this, specifically on this podcast, you know, a lot of the, the rooms you have are in, maybe an hour rather than two and a half. Yeah, true. So doing that would have, like I, a lot of what I changed was keeping in mind that I would only have maybe now around 45 minutes to an hour on here, which is, you know, why I got rid of the second cell. I got rid of most of the <laughs> ciphers Yeah. Um, and the interrogation cell as well. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I hope
2: we do get to see your other puzzles again in future. But yeah, I am relieved that it wasn't because last time we did one that took two and a half hours and was six or seven rooms. Jen, I cried a (laughs) little bit.
1: (laughs) Funny you mention that because actually Jen uh, was, I think, actually the only person to to test my revamped condenser. Oh, cool. Um. And that was actually really useful because, again, I was like surprised at how well it worked. And so it was really useful.
0: Oh, brilliant. Um, Yeah. There are a few things that, like, I know, like, we mentioned earlier, like, there was a thing that I I felt like uh, during the room you you were maybe not 100% happy with, which was the braille that we sort of found the things in braille. And if you don't know braille, it was kind of, you just have to Mm. know the braille.
2: Now, this is interesting because, yes, just having something in an actual escape room that requires the use of Braille, you definitely wouldn't want that. However, coming onto this show... I have no problem with that as a possibility. If I know who our guests are going to be and I suspect a certain level of knowledge from them, I may not put in optional clues. I have optional clues very much as a thing. That is true. Not often, but sometimes. Like for our last episode of What Alice Found with the Good Job Brain People, uh, there were things like word puzzles. And I figured, no, they're not going to need extra clues on word puzzles. They do those all the time. Geography. I know they know geography. I don't need to tell them what countries they're choosing between here. I expect them to know countries just Mm. because I was aware of that going in. There was every possibility that one of us knew braille.
0: That is true. We pro- I feel like recent, like a little while ago, we, one of us did know Braille.
2: No, I tried, but uh, I, I learned um, the other one, Morse code. Ah, uh, of course. I learned Morse code, mm. and then I decided, great, I'm so good at this, I'm going to do Braille now. Oh, my God, why is this so much harder? That's <laughs> true. So I stopped there, and now I've forgotten all the Morse code too. Yeah. But I mean- yeah, so like having, or if I had automatically been given a list of Braille, but I knew Braille and wanted to flex those muscles a bit, I wouldn't have wanted to look at it. So that's why for this format, I am very okay with optional clues.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, the the main reason I put in like the optional clue is because I remember um, it must have been maybe this time last year. Um, Scott Nicholson did um, a broadcast uh, on Facebook, and um, I, I I asked, I, I, I asked in the chat, you know, do you think that you know it should be optional? clues in case somebody doesn't know something and he he replied yes you you should always have that sort of thing in which Mm. is then why i put the the clue into this just in case and also thinking about you know when these notes go live on the Mm. on on the website to the wider audience
0: statistically
1: very few people are going to know braille exactly and you'd
0: hate to have a moment where it's just like i don't know braille so i guess that's it the room's done because there's no (laughs) way to learn braille uh, Unless
2: there isn't, because I haven't gone into it, maybe there's a really logical thing behind but,
0: it. we just on those base, like on with that with the what stuff we were given in this. I don't. Think it there's would be way very tricky for sure. How to use braille? So you, you need the hint. Mm. So yeah, definitely something you you have to have for this, right? Because otherwise, you know, you just get these points where someone will get to a wall and just be like, oh well, sorry, mm. you know, you didn't know the trivia here or you didn't know the mm. the this random exactly. skill. exactly. You got to know your audience. Um, I wonder if this if you wanted to put Braille into this room in a really thematic way. So rather than just saying, Oh, and also here's a Braille guide if you need it.
2: Which granted is Which you pretty much would do. Somewhat thematic for this room. You, can, where would like, you put it? Where would you
0: put a Braille guide in this room?
2: Yeah, Tom, I don't know, what do you reckon? If you had to hide the Braille somewhere in this room that felt appropriate, where do you reckon you'd put it?
1: I imagine it would go well on the notice board in the staff room next to all the staff voters. Mm.
0: True, except we'd need it early in that. The, we needed the uh, Braille to get to the staff room. So at this point, it'd have to be in the cell, I think. Yeah,
1: in the cell itself. Um,
2: yeah, it's there aren't as many things.
1: I think the, the first thing which comes to mind is that it would be a laminated sheet in the lunchbox under all the goo. I, of course,
2: we haven't had anything in the goo yet. Yes,
1: we you could put, put something it in, in the that goo. goo. And because My- then it can be a,
0: a delivery, like this might help from mm. a person who's helping you out. Yeah. Like we know that a guy's giving us information. He might say, this will help you in your escape. Search the goo to find it. I think I that like makes that. perfect mm. sense.
2: Yeah.
0: My thought is you'd have... Uh, mirror just, fog. You can put it in the mirror fog. Uh, I was also going on the basis of... Um, uh, you could have like a journal that's like Blind Willie's journal, <laughs> and, and he's got a journalist and this stuff written in braille with translations. Yeah,
2: that's actually you could. You though, could have Dave be blind.
0: You could have Dave be mm-hmm. blind, or if you wanted to use the mirror, right? Because then, because we didn't use the 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 tap, and I'm th- I'm assuming the tap therefore is just a reference right. to the tap in Alex's bathroom. No, I reckon
2: it? it was an indicator to be making us pay attention to water level oh, to how much water true. things okay, have.
0: You're right. It could. It also did help with the water. But I wonder if you could use the mirror, right? And you could say that on the mirror, it just says, like across the top of the mirror, it just says, like zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, just written on the mirror.
2: Oh, but then the but when this... you if
0: you fog it up in in with fog, it overlays on those things. They're like braille translations. That's so, like, a way to do So like the fog reveals that. the braille translation mm. of the letters. You yeah, could put it man. in there and then you'd be like, oh, now I know Braille and I can solve my Braille puzzle. ways
2: to put that in there. But yeah, you've got, you'd have to know beforehand how confident you believed your group was going to be with the whole Braille yeah. thing. Well,
0: yeah, but it's also like, if they can just do the Braille, then it's cool. They just don't notice the mirror thing. And if they find the mirror afterwards, they'll be like, ah, oh, that told us yeah. the Braille. But, but I feel but smart because no, no, I knew it already. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
2: but you say that before. It, it, sorry. They found it after you
0: could do that. Mm.
2: But I don't think that we found those dog tags until after we'd tried true, messing around with other stuff. I think stuff. If, we'd,
0: if we'd found the braille, we'd be like, Psh, we don't need this. Yeah, but
2: then it stops being an optional clue.
0: <laughs> that's true, I suppose. Like, we're
2: talking about how to put in an optional clue into this room. Mm. So that's where it gets tricky. So I have no, yeah, I, I have no problem with it being the way it was. Like, it's tricky. Unless you can just say, all right, wherever they haven't looked yet, that's where it's going to be. And that's really hard.
0: Mm, that is hard to do on the <laughs> fly.
2: <laughs> oh. Did you? Oh yeah. Did you notice in my notes the massive, massive tunnel that I drew? So that's where the first room. Uh, that's well, that was initially a drawing of the first room, but I stuffed it up, so mm. it is now just tunnel. And then it went down the page <laughs> here, and oh no, oh no, I've got to go to the
0: east wall. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: Um, also, I, I I mentioned I did have a map of the rooms as well.
2: Oh yeah, I'd love to see um, that. So, if if that's able to be shown,
1: I'll put them in the show notes as well. Um, I'll see if I can. Yeah, here
2: we go. Yeah, lovely. Much uh, much as I want to force people to draw their own rooms as much as possible. Oh, that's so clear. Oh, nice. Oh, that's such a good sink and shower. Ah, I see how that separates.
0: Oh, that makes so much so the, so in this ca- in, the, in the actual map that you've drawn, the uh, the second room,
2: the kitchen and toilets have There's like, like a, a
0: divider between them. It's like Like
2: a a, d- a denty sort of yeah, thing. So, so the room it's not doesn't a actually go there. Square
0: room. <laughs> That's goes, funny.
2: I was picturing the toilets doing that and then somehow the kitchen not doing that. That
0: makes so much more sense than doing a proper square. It's like almost like the, the left side is like a kind of a backwards C worth of room mm. so they're going to have a sec a north section for the kitchen a south section for the toilet Yeah, that makes sense split that does make a lot of sense
1: um, basically i i just wanted any way to divide the two rooms yes, Yeah, true uh rather than having a kitchen with bathroom stores in it so yes, whether it's like a, a wall or something like that <laughs> um it just seemed the right thing to do in terms of the design
0: yeah perfect fair worked really nicely I wondered, there was one other thing that we had a little bit of an issue uh, doing, right? Which was that using of the crowbar to break open Oh, networks. just to
2: know what was breakable yeah, right? Cause, open.
0: Because there is that thing of, like, you don't want to like We don't want to go smashy yeah, on everything. Breaking in an escape room so hard, right? You mm-hmm. feel like you have to be clued into
1: it because yeah. otherwise, like...
2: Did all the playtesters yeah. know exactly what to crowbar right away? <laughs>
1: um, I think, I mean, it's a sort of thing which isn't necessarily intuitive. And I think The problem is, especially with this room, and something with hindsight I know probably isn't a good thing to do, is that there were a lot of padlocks with keys. And so people sort of get into the mindset of saying, okay, we need a key. And Mm. so giving them a crowbar and expecting them to crowbar something with a a key and a lock, so breaking that pattern isn't their first I do.
2: That's that's true, and I think that was true with me. Even though you did at least you gave it the level of hinting of this lock is not the same as the other ones. This is yeah. not locked in the same manner as the normal stuff. And so, a door like that—that that is exactly where you would expect to see a crowbar, something where oh, the lock is in built into I it. I wonder
0: if you could, like, be like, oh, and you know, this, you see the the. Um, Cleaning cupboard is closed and it has a a lock on it, right? Built into the door, it has a lock. Uh, Although you look closer at it and you notice that the lock seems... Like, it probably won't open. There's a broken key inside that lock. Ah, The whole door has been marked as, like, out of order. Well,
2: now, would you want uh, there is a broken key in there? Or would you want to find a key at some point and try it and be horribly disappointed when it broke?
0: You could do, yeah, you'd be like, (laughs) oh, there's a key sitting right next to the door. You try the door. Oh, the key breaks. The lock is now jammed. And you will not be able to get that thing unlocked. And then Just, when you find the crowbar, you're like, ha-ha, I'm going to open that yeah, bloody door. Yeah, Tom,
2: that, that's the problem with this room. We didn't feel punished enough for doing sensible things.
0: But I wonder if something like that could be a good way to make that feel like a, re, like a, like a moment that you're like, oh, yes, a crowbar. I'm going to open that bloody broken door. That
2: could throw in our faces a bit more if we needed that. I like the subtlety of this one is different from the others, therefore mm. you should think about it differently. It just didn't yeah, work on true. me as well.
0: I just don't know if I, like...
2: I definitely would have thought of it. I definitely I would have king. tried it. I don't know. Because, yeah, I got the crowbar and I immediately, like, I won't say it didn't jump into my head. I was just scared off trying it. It really was. It was just this, this the, the escape room muted smashing instinct that i really think it was just, it just worried me i need i wanted to be tempted into it a bit more
1: and, and i think but, what's in, sorry, what I think is interesting yeah. as well is when you play a natural escape room in person one of the things they say in the like safety introduction briefing is a lot of the time you shouldn't need to use brute force
2: Exactly, and so throwing That's...
1: a crowbar into the mix into an audio one—it's like, frightening. You, yeah, it makes you debate: oh, do I actually do it or not?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. I also wonder. Like, there's a thing that that changed a little bit in the running of this room, uh, which was that originally the box with the,
2: um. Oh yeah, you mentioned that in at least some iterations. The directional lock box was it is inside in the, cleaning, the cupboard. cleaning cupboard.
1: Yeah. So. It was interesting trying to think of, uh, uh, on the fly for things because, as I think I mentioned, you were getting through the staff room relatively quickly. And I'm so, surprised
2: to hear that, but
1: awesome. <laughs> I, I, at least I think probably slightly quicker, than, uh, at least quicker than the playtests. And so I needed to essentially find a way to slow you down. So I, I I don't know if I'll change it in the notes, but when, when we played it through, I won I I moved the 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 box from inside the cleaning cupboard to under the table just so that you'd have to do more searching and you'd have to spend more time thinking is there any we haven't searched? Is mm. you know, and it, uh, mm. it, it
2: also it, broke a tiny bit of the linearity to make us unsure exactly which one the next mm. thing to focus on was. So yeah, that's but I fair. wonder
0: if keeping it in the cupboard the way the notes are written would have I made think us more inclined because, to use the crowbar. Because even at the end there, when we had a crowbar, we also had two separate things that we could have used a crowbar. Like there was nothing that meant we could have used, couldn't have used the crowbar on that box compared to a door. It seems yeah. just as reasonable a choice to unlock the to open the box with a crowbar. As Potentially, it is to open though, the... it's very
2: easy to come up with reasons why it wouldn't work. True,
0: but I think maybe the fact that like if we it had was still possible, in the coven, then it would have really narrowed down to like we have a crowbar, we have one thing to unlock. Wait a minute, can we just can we can we just open that with a crowbar? You know, like possibly. You know, I think I wonder if that would have kind of funneled it down a little bit more. There
2: was definitely like a theme of twos going on in this room in terms of things to do and things that got paired up with each other. Like there were a lot of moments where we had that. There was twice where we had a single key and we got to debate amongst ourselves which, which one, one we it thought on? it was going to open. Yep. So I feel like the crowbar, it was a key in that regard, wasn't it? I suppose so. It fit.
0: I suppose so. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm so glad we got you on to actually run it this time and after the debacle a, of uh, <laughs> yep, last my, my debacle. That's
2: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think this was a good, solid way to start the season. I'm feeling all right. I, like I said at the start, I was feeling super nervous about getting back into this, but I'm excited now. I'm really happy to be playing again. So thank you so much, Tom. A great time. Thank you for
1: having me. I, I am part of the Discord. So if you want to say hello there, um, I am Tom the Giant, which I'm aware is a very old nickname. Um, (laughs) It goes back to when I was in high school, when I was taller than everyone else.
0: Yes, and uh, for for listeners at home, you can't see this, but uh, Tom is nine feet tall. He's massive. He's got his Skype camera on. We can't even see his face. It's just the middle of his chest because he's such a huge man. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, if you want to chat with Tom, you want to talk about the room, go and talk about it on the discord tom's always there saying and yeah he's part available. of the game design so community we, yeah so come on to the 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 escape this podcast discord it's really the consume this called? media discord so there's links to that below and you can say hi and chat with everybody and talk about the join room. us
2: be friends billy has recently exclusively told me that discord is his favorite form of social
0: media <laughs> that's true um uh, so thank you tom that was wonderful to have you on Uh, For people who are listening at home, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed this post-show discussion. Uh, Obviously, you listened to the show, so thank you for listening. Uh, I believe at this point there may well be a Solve This Murder out as well. It's getting there. Uh, If it's not out, it will be soon. Um, or, you know, this is a week off. Yeah, it's definitely out. 100%. Solve wow, this murder. Really? Yeah, let's say. Uh is is out now so you can go and check out a new mystery over on our second show Solve This Murder. Um otherwise if you want to help support the show uh and the things that we do, you can join and support us on Patreon. There's lots of fun bonuses. Uh there is Uh, bonus episodes, two-minute mysteries that we solve. uh, And so
2: normally what we do uh, on our Patreon is we have our own playtests that Mm. we do with each other. Obviously, we're not going to have that this season – having not done the playtest ourselves. So what we're doing now is we're going to be having a series of discussions and reworks of old rooms that are related to one of our fancy Patreon stretch goals, which was to release some of them in a proper fancy book format. Yes. So we're going to be going back through season one, uh, finding the rooms that are appropriate for a book format and totally redoing them, fixing them up from their stupid early Danny forms and turn them into something cool. (laughs) So yeah, if you
0: want to hear them be part of that discussion and and the planning and all the ideas and talking about old rooms and recapping and reminiscing on our long history. Back from before podcasts, this
2: escape existed. Uh,
0: Then, well, yeah, that's a very good point. We'll be talking about rooms that we've never sort of Uh dissected on air. Well, that'll be fun. So yeah, that'll be another bonus episode. Those will be fortnightly releases over on the Patreon for our $5 patrons, so you can check that out there. All right, thank you again, Tom. Uh, Thank you, Danny, for playing with me. And thank you, everybody at home, for listening. Everybody say goodbye. Bye, everybody.